The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. This hour of the Costa Report is brought to you by IBM. Big data at the speed of business. Welcome to the Costa Report. I'm Rebecca Costa, and thank you for joining me for another two hours of Straight Talk Radio. I want to extend a special welcome to listeners joining us from coast to coast on affiliate stations across all 50 states, and also members of America's Armed Forces who tune in over the Internet each week. Thank you for your emails and letters and for making the Costa Report part of your Newsweek. In just a moment, the comedian who single-handedly raised ranting to a high art form, Mr. Lewis Black, will be joining the program. Though we focus on serious problems on this program every week, it's important to have constructive ways to discharge our emotions. And I can't think of a better way of releasing tension than being able to laugh at ourselves. And that is exactly what Lewis Black does so well. But before Mr. Black joins us, as is my custom each week, let me tell you a little about his background. Louis Niles Black was born in Washington, D.C. and grew up in Silver Springs, Maryland. He earned his undergraduate degree from the University of Maryland and the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill and his master's degree from Yale. Black started out as a playwright in New York's West Bank Cafe Downstairs Theater, where he oversaw the development of more than a thousand plays. Then in 1980, he left to pursue a a career as a stand-up comedian. Uh, He was soon offered a regular spot on The Daily Show with Jon Stewart, and from there... Black's popularity soared. His CDs garnered critical claim, acclaim. He appeared in major motion pictures, hosted his own television specials, and he recently appeared as the voice of anger in Pixar's movie Inside Out. And between all of this, Black has found time to pen dozens of additional plays as well as three best-selling books. And I haven't even gotten to his work with the 52nd Street project the fibrosis foundation autism speaks and the aclu it's my pleasure to welcome to the program one of the hardest working comedians in the business mr lewis black thank you for joining us today mr black (laughs) thank you for having me on well, yeah, I mean, your list of accomplishments is, is pretty impressive, and people don't know that about you. They don't know all the work that you put into your act behind the scenes. Now, these days, there is no shortage of things to rant about, but what had you most worked up? The fact that we just continue to find bigger and better ways and more interesting ways to not get anything done as a people. We just really are getting really good at not accomplishing things. Okay, you've got to. We have to figure out uh, our health insurance problems, and are we going to do that? No, we're not going to do it. Now we found another way not to do it. Okay, we found a way not to do it when the Democrats were in charge, and they came up with their idea. And now and the Republicans wouldn't be involved, and now the Republicans have decided they're going to make it happen, and they can't make it happen. So the Democrats aren't going to be involved. And then today they signed some papers in the White House that that's not going to help get anything. It's beyond comprehensive. That's just for starters. And what's really irritating about all of this, to be quite honest, is the basic instinct of the American people is to help, is to get things done. So that something horrible happens in Houston, there's a, you know, the, 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 uh, the, the, you know, you have two major hurricanes hit the United States. You have a major hurricane, you know, hit Puerto Rico and the Virgin Islands and Dominica and St. Martin. And the response of the American people is, let's go help. People just get in their cars, get in their boats, go do what has to be done. Okay? But when it comes to the top, when it comes to those in charge, there's a complete inability to get anything done. It's, it's stunning. And yet all we want to do is get things done. 
Yeah, my friend calls those people GSD people, get stuff done people. Yeah, <laughs> and they he, do. Yeah, and, and, and you're right. Whenever there is a crisis, you see Americans rush in and get going. Yeah, they do it, and they don't even know. They get in their cars and drive to places that they don't know anyone there. They just, they just their instinct is to help. There's, that's how come I believe in us. More than the, none of this garbage that I watch on television, the debates that go on, what's important to me, what's important to them. What's important to most Americans is, is that everybody get a break, everybody get an opportunity, everybody gets to move ahead. That's really it. And it's not difficult to do it. And you don't do it the way in which we're trying to do it, the way we did it with the Democrats, the Republicans or whatever we're doing now, which is just beyond my comprehension. Well, you make a good point. You know, health care. Let's talk about that for a moment. Uh, we've had Democrats make a run at it on the federal level. We've had Republicans make a run at it at the federal level. And each and every time they seem to hand down these highly complicated and impractical systems down to the governors and the poor governors are stuck with trying to figure out how to implement these systems is this a situation where this shouldn't be a federal issue at all we ought to just you know do some basic guidelines and let the governors do their thing Uh, well yeah if i trusted a lot of state governments yeah but i don't (laughs) <laughs> We've got the same problems there. You've got a group of morons who are wandering around there. And it's all about, you know, and it's all about their concept of money and saving money and what money should go where and how do you do it. And I mean, it, I, the thing that I find astonishing is the discussion about you know, they, the worst thing you can say is socialized medicine. They love saying that. Well, I was, I was in a country... Uh, this summer, and I was, uh, I came down with pneumonia, and I was in another, I was in another country, I mean, and I came down with a a very bad case of pneumonia. I was in Ireland, okay? Mm -hmm. And they, I went in, and that is what, what, but but many Americans, getting redder in the cheeks, oh, that's socialized medicine, it's awful. No, Uh uh-uh, it was spectacular. And the first thing that they did that was really important, that was huge, that we don't comprehend, is I wandered in there, and they went, uh, they went immediately to treating me to try to figure out what was wrong and what treatment I should have, as opposed to somebody pulling me aside and going, how are you going to pay for this? Now, do you remember what the cost was? Because I had a similar experience in Monaco. I woke up in a hotel covered with hives. No clue what was going on. And they sent me to the emergency room in Monaco. And there was no waiting. There was no one in the emergency room, first of all. Uh, I walked in. They treated me immediately. I saw a doctor immediately. Uh, and he gave me a, a prescription for some kind of pharmaceutical cream or something. And uh, and I, I walked up and, and went to pay. And my payment for an emergency visit and the, and the uh, pharmaceutical was $28. Yeah, I was stunned. Well, yeah, of course you're stunned. Because we don't know how to do that. But, you know. And that's in smaller countries. We don't know how. It, it's inconceivable to me that we haven't figured this out. In Ireland, which is inhabited by people who really drink on levels we can't imagine, <laughs> they figured it out. And what they charge per day when all was said and done. And, this, and even when I've talked to audiences about this as I'm going on my new tour, you know, I'm kind of going on tour now again, and I go, there's just this sense out there that they don't know what a hospital costs. It was... $850 a day for everything, everything, mm-hmm. five chest x-rays, all of the antibiotics. They gave me the antibiotics to go home with. They gave me a bunch of other little things that I would need in order for my recovery. And it was 850 bucks a day. And that was it. No, I've gotten, I've had. Um, so why do we think socialized medicine is such a bad gig? Because um, it's the whole concept that somehow um, the government is involved and uh, that that's going to ruin everything, as opposed to the fact that um, what it should be, in a sense, is not uh, government involvement, but that we, we really, you know, they don't allow us. We, we pay more for medicine than anybody else because they think that allowing the American people 
control of, of, of you know, what we pay for that. It's basically saying we're not going to pay X, we're going to pay Y. Um, that somehow that, that undermines capitalism. Ah. We love capitalism. <laughs> yes, we made, we... Here's the problem. We made health insurance profit-making. It's well, not that, your health. That pretty much says it all. We've got to take a hard break here, but stay where you are. We'll be right back with more from Lewis Black. You're listening to the Costa Report. I'm here today with Scott Caraccioli of Caraccioli Cellars. Scott, we keep hearing about the wines that are being developed in Monterey County. How would you describe the climate conditions for grapes? Monterey County has a lot of little pockets that give you the opportunity to grow a variety of grapes. It comes down to the match of location and climate with the varietal that you're going to grow. And where we grow in the Highlands, it's prototypical cool climate. We're even in the northern side of the Highlands. So that is ideal for both Pinot and Chardonnay. Chardonnay strives really well in a lot of our county as well as Pinot. But I would say that this is the most optimal location. You get wind, you get sun exposure. The benches come off of the inland side of the coastal mountains. It's an optimal position. You can order any of our products directly from us by visiting our website, caracciolicellars.com, or calling the tasting room directly, 831-622-7722. Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by, making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people, they're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a large portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-314-7417. 800-314-7417. That's 800-314-7417. Every day I wake up at 5 a.m. to give dad his medicine. Every day I wake up at 5 a.m. to give dad his medicine. At 6 a.m., I make his breakfast. Every day, I wake up at 5 a.m. to give Dad his medicine. At 6 a.m., I make his breakfast. At 7 a.m., I shower. Every day, I wake up at 5 a.m. to give Dad his medicine. At 6 a.m., I make his breakfast. At 7 a.m., I shower. I start laundry at 8. At 10, we go for a walk. Every day... I wake up at 5 a.m. For those dealing with the daily struggles of caring for a loved one, we hear you. That's why AARP created a community with experts and other caregivers for advice, tips, and support. Together, let's help each other better care for ourselves and the ones we love. Visit aarp.org slash caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. I am done with my mattress. That's right. I'm not spending another night on this old bag. My new mattress comes today, and this thing is out of here. Bye-bye, mattress. Yep, bye-bye, mattress. So says you and about a thousand other people every day. And that's a lot of old mattresses with no place to go. There's the landfill, of course, where they just take up space. But what a waste. Because you could send it to a mattress recycler where old mattresses get broken down into steel, foam, wood, and fiber that become new steel, carpet padding, home insulation, garden mulch, biomass fuel, locomotive oil filters, and all kinds of other great stuff. So Bye Bye Mattress is right. But don't toss it. Recycle it. It's easy. And it's free. To find a mattress recycler in your area, visit ByeByeMattress.com. Welcome back to the Costa Report. I'm Rebecca Costa, and my guest today is comedian, playwright, author, and actor, Louis Black. And before the break, you were pointing out that one of the big problems we have with health care 
is that we've made it profitable. But the profit motive has produced some tremendous advancements. And so while our health care costs are high, we also have people from all over the world coming to the U.S. for special procedures. So what do you say to folks who say they don't mind companies making money in health care? Well, good. Then the rest of us won't get the health care we should have. So good. So Somebody's it's unfair. Always, well, yeah, it's well, un- well somebody, I mean, here's the deal. You know, this is the thing that I think the elephant in the room or whatever, the, uh, you know, the fact of the matter is, is, is that when it comes to health care, somebody's always going to get screwed. So who do you want to screw? How do we want to screw them? And let's move on. You know, so that you basically you set it up so that the rich get screwed, the poor get screwed. Do we do this this way? Do we do it that way? However we choose to do it, somebody's going to get 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 not get what they think they deserve. Well, now you're a self-proclaimed socialist. Do I have that right? Yeah, I've been I've been since I was a kid. Well, what what drew you to socialism? I mean, when, when did you decide you were a socialist, and what was it about that that philosophy that that uh, you found compelling? Well, I mean, well, initially, what drove me to it was as I watched a show that um, I mean, this is really uh, Edward R. Murrow did a did a did a uh, a show called The Harvest of Shame, an hour investigation documentary into the the folks, the uh, migrant workers who. Um, who did who harvested our food and as a kid living in a very middle class really gut of the middle class suburb in maryland um i'm sitting there watching this at home with my parents and i was shocked i was shocked that people in the united states would have to live like this and these were the people who were getting me my food and so as things went along and i kind of looked around as i grew older and was learning about other governments and the way people govern themselves, you know. Um, I found out about, uh, you know, the Scandinavian countries and, uh, you know, Norway and Sweden and, uh, you know, Finland and um, uh, in the the Danes. And I kind of was drawn to the fact that they... uh, they kind of helped each other. You know, basically, it was like uh, people still did well. There were people who were still rich. and But everybody kind of got, um, you know, got a break. They got a fair and, shake. And that's, that sounds a, like that's, that's what you were all about then from yeah. a young age. You wanted to just see fairness. Yeah. And also, I, I, I call it, it's, it's kind of enforced Christianity. Is what the way the way I see it. It's like it's you know it's kind of like um, do unto others as you. Okay, well that's what we're going to do. So tough. But <laughs> so, but do we need the government to teach us how to you know do, do we need the government to enforce Christianity? Can't we just do that on our own? So far, I haven't seen it. In my, I haven't seen it in my lifetime, and I'm uh-huh. Jewish. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know that. I the irony has not escaped me here. Uh, yeah, and I, I, I don't really think you know. It, I mean, I'm not, I'm not big on the fact that you know. I've, I've seen what government can do, and I've seen what I've seen both sides of government. I can see what it is when it's good, and I can see what it is when it's bad. But, the, but the kind of this whole idea that somehow government is just basically bad is nonsense. Government is basically good is nonsense. It's just like business. Business is good if the people involved are good at what they're doing. Government is good if the people involved are good at what they're doing. That's it, pure and simple. So it depends on the character and the moral compass of the leaders of those organizations. Yeah, and I think it starts at the top. And I think it's it's run that way. And I lived around Washington. And, you know, it's called, you know, I'm really, you know, people go, well, boy, you know, people are getting paid. Well, yeah, they are. And then they contribute to the economy. And and are some of these people uh, not doing what they should be doing? Yeah. Okay. But that's it in every culture, every culture in the world. That's the way it works. There's going to be that cousin of yours. And no matter how many times they're invited for Thanksgiving, guess what? (laughs) They're not going to bring a thing. And it's going to irritate you no end. Do we still have to invite them? Do we still have to invite them? You know, even if they don't, they don't contribute. (laughs) Yeah, you still, you you know, so you can blame yourselves for the reason the state we're in. 
It's you don't <laughs> you have it's because you never told your cousin, hey, could you at least bring a six pack? <laughs> well, you can ask, but uh, you know, it's living. It's as you say, you're li- you're living in a fictional world. If you're asking and you're expecting things to change, yep. Now, you know, but but we did. Uh, we were on the verge of some change. We had a, a Democratic Socialist candidate, Bernie Sanders, this, this past election, and and he really uh, motivated the younger population. What did you think of that? I thought it was extraordinary. You know, um, that, that 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 was happening. I thought it was unbelievable. I thought, you know, once again, you know, you know, the the Democrats didn't pay attention to that. You know, so they didn't really follow through and get really what the message was. And what's truly stunning is how many people, it was just somebody, all they wanted in Washington was some change. I mean, not not just the young, but older people. And the thing was, is that the Democrats missed the point of that. And that I've sat around with a ton of people who who have basically said, you know, if Bernie Sanders had run against Trump, they would probably vote for Bernie Sanders. I mean, which is unbelievable from people who who don't believe, who are basically capitalists, mm-hmm. you know. And the fear, oh boy, he was a socialist. Trump was a scary, you know. All that meant was is that he was a socialist. He's got nobody in Congress. <laughs> He's it. That's right. So he wasn't going to do anything other than kind of push people to try to do stuff. But you had two candidates, uh, um, both Bernie Sanders and Trump, that were very action-oriented. And uh, even though Sanders wasn't completely an outsider, uh, people seemed to really relate to those messages. I'm going to go in there and and take care of business, and I can't be bought. They like that. Yeah, they like it a lot. And maybe both parties will figure out um, what it means. But but in the end, when it all is said and done, it's... It's the, the what has to happen is is that it's it's got to it, what what really is the the cure. I'm, I can be a socialist all I want, but really, but the whole deal is this: it it's, it comes from what happens in the middle. That's who runs, and that's what needs to be done. And these people have to sit down. I you know you don't. I, but I've all the moderates this. have been run out of Washington. You know that. I know they've been run out of both parties. There are no moderates anymore brokering deals. Well, you know, it's gonna. Well, that's the only way it's gonna get done. That's the way the Constitution's written. It's called tough. You know, it's just called tough. That's the way it's <laughs> got to be done. And eventually, eventually, people will realize that again, and we'll go back. Because what we've been doing is, is we've been going from one end of the, you know, we've been going from the the left to the right to the left. It's got to come back to the middle, or we're that's not gonna right. get anything done. That- you're exactly right. We ping from the extreme left to the extreme right and back again. And in the meantime, uh, as you pointed out when we first started talking, absolutely nothing gets done by, uh, you know, by catering to the extremes. It, it all no. gets done by the middle. You're absolutely right. We have to take another scheduled intermission, but stay tuned. We'll be back after these important messages from our sponsors and our guest today, Lewis Black. You're listening to the Costa Report. something shocking from an FBI report recently. Do you know what the average property loss is from just one home break-in? $2,316. Think of it. One burglary. Over $2,000. If you tally up all the burglaries in this country, it's worse. The total loss is in the billions. It's as important as ever to protect your home. Try it with Simply Safe Home Security. Simply Safe protects every door and window in your home. This system is completely wireless, so you can set it up yourself without drilling holes in your wall. And you have professional alarm monitoring around the clock ready to send the police. Just $15 a month. Go to simplysafe.com slash report and get a special 10% discount when you order today. Or if you want the security system right away, visit your local Best Buy. You can have your home protected by tonight. That's simplysafe.com slash report for 10% off. Simplysafe.com slash report. I'm Paul George of the Indiana Pacers. When I was six, I had one thing on my mind. When I was six... My days were spent playing basketball every chance I could. When I was six, my dream was to make it to the NBA. 
When I was six, my mom had a stroke. So I want you to learn the signs of a stroke fast. F-A-S-T. F, face drooping. A, arm weakness. S, speech difficulty. T, time to call 911. Because the sooner they get to the hospital, the sooner they'll get treatment. And that can make a remarkable difference in their recovery. I'm Paul George. Protect the ones you love. Spot a stroke F-A-S-T. Fast. Life is why. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Women now make up 37% of the workforce, changing their role forever. Harvard Medical School has now opened its doors to new female applicants. The first woman is now in space. The majority of last year's doctorate degrees were earned by women. We've come so far, but our news is changing for the worse. More women die from heart disease and stroke than men, even though it can be prevented. Make a change at GoRedForWomen.org today. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the American Heart Association's Go Red for Women. Okay, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. So mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Underwear always comes first. Name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole or you have to start all over. Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops, the rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and you're left with bunny ears. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But two minutes twice a day, making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. Psst. Yeah, you. It's me. Your heart. Listen to me. We've got to talk. High blood pressure is serious, and yours? Whoa. What happened to us? We used to be so much more active. But lately, you've been ignoring me. I know you think I'm just going to keep ticking away forever, but you're wrong. You can do so much more to control your high blood pressure. Doing the minimum isn't doing enough. I'm under a lot of pressure and can quit whenever I want. Bet you didn't know that. But I like my job. Just treat me better. Check on me. Give me something green to nibble on every once in a while. And maybe we can do some exercise on occasion. Let's get to it. After all, we're in this together. Listen to your heart. Don't let it quit on you. High blood pressure can lead to a stroke, heart attack, or death. Get your blood pressure to a healthy range before it's too late. Find out how at heart.org slash blood pressure. Check, change, control. A message from the American Heart Association, the American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Costa Report. I'm Rebecca Costa, and if you're just joining us, my guest today is Louis Black. And before the break, we were both agreeing that we need Democratic and Republican moderates back in Washington in order for real work to be accomplished. Now, regardless of which candidates win, when you become president of the United States, you have to expect some... uh, joking around by comedians and programs like Saturday Night Live. I mean, they're going to poke fun at you. Uh, What do you say to folks who feel that making fun or criticizing the president is disrespectful in some way? I have uh, really nothing to say except to look (laughs) at them and stare at them in literally with a blank stare that just goes, which I I find it incomprehensible. You know, look, you know, the, the oldest and still f- best piece of political satire in my book was The Emperor's New Clothes. Mm-hmm. You know, it, you know he's, the, it took some kids standing there going, you know, he's not got any clothes on. <laughs> I it? love that. I, I love that story as well. It is you know, a I, 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 story. Look, we make fun of all presidents. We made fun of Bush when he said strategery. We made fun of Clinton's pe- uh, sexual peccadillos and his in uh, his love for fast food. You know, I mean, I, I, I think we need to laugh at ourselves a little bit more. And yet, well, we some should, people, yeah, I, they, they, I find more and more people have no tolerance for it and no sense of humor. I mean, have you noticed a shift at all? I found a a bit of it, and uh, I don't know who that is. Um, I'm sorry, but I really... It's the president. He's calling you, Lewis. Yeah, I'm really (laughs) sorry about this. I have no idea who this is. Um, They're coming to get my uh, valise, I think. Um, I'm going... (laughs) I'm doing... I leave tomorrow to go to Worcester, Massachusetts. So, uh, uh, no, I think... um, I think that we uh, we really have to. Uh, I've, I've noticed it because I've, um, 
when uh, the, the the last time I've seen this much kind of upset in an audience, and it's not a major upset, but it's an upset, uh, was uh, when when we went into the the war in Iraq, and mm-hmm. uh, and if I said some things about Vice President Cheney, that would get a reaction. And this is the first time since then that that people get upset when I talk about uh, President Trump, and I've talked about all of them, every one of them. Right. I mean, go, you, I'm, you're, I'm not yeah, your fan right. anymore. I go, well, you know, you've been, <laughs> been really because I've been yelling about every president. Now you get upset. <laughs> well, that's what I find interesting. You you, you are an equal opportunity ranter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that's, that's what I, been, I say to people. Just just because he's ranting about President Trump right now. I mean, have you missed Lewis Black the last few decades uh, but yeah. it, but it's interesting. We seem to be losing that sense of humor and our, our inability to, to laugh at ourselves. Well, because we're exhausted by our government, which is like, you know, basically made us insane. <laughs> you know, as much as it, it, they, they've driven us to distraction. They, their discussion is all about whatever it is that's important to them. I mean, the, going back to what we were talking about health insurance, what other group of people allows a, a group of people to, to basically choose our health insurance, and these people already have health insurance, and it's the best health insurance in the world, and they're going to decide ours? Are you kidding me? They should be, the way in which it should be done is, is you take away their health insurance. And I can guarantee they're going to come up with a pretty good idea of what to do really quickly. Especially those with pre-existing conditions. <laughs> which many say they all have. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> in a theoretical you know? sense, you must yeah. have a pre-existing condition. <laughs> but but what a, talk to me about a role model. Do you have a role model you really like in Washington? Because I know that you're not equal opportunity critic, but is there somebody that, that you look up to? Wow. Oh. Boy, that you'd have to call me. Well, back. that size sort of says it all. Yeah, it? <laughs> I, I mean, I can't. You know, I mean, there are people that I mean, I like. Uh, to be honest, you know, Bob Corker at yeah. this point, mm-hmm. just because the only thing what I really like about Bob Corker is that somebody had to say at some point, somebody within some party had to make just go. Um, could you're going to have to start acting like an adult, Mr. President? Because Corker is the first one to to kind of throw down the adult card. Well, uh, Corker's certainly going to pay for it, don't you think? Well, I don't eh, think so. It's probably coming. I I, I find the current uh, uh, attitude in Washington is uh, is rather revengeful. But uh, we'll have well, to talk you know, about I that mean, another well, good time. Luck, because. Because I'll tell you this, if it keeps up this way, you know, the swing is, you know, you can't, when you've got someone in office, one of the things about being the president is that one of the things on the resume, you know, that's one of the things that's really important is you're a role model. Yeah, that's 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 what gets me. You're a role model, like it or not. It's why we elect people who are student government presidents. We go, wow. That was an innocuous jackass. Let's elect him. <laughs> and so it, that innocuous person becomes, at least has the role model thing working for them. Well, you're absolutely right. We are just about out of time, but before you go, I want to mention you'll be performing in Rochester, New York, Kalamazoo, Michigan, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Norfolk, Virginia, Durham, and Charlotte, North Carolina, and Knoxville, Tennessee next month. I was not kidding when I said you're the hardest working comedian I know. Tickets for Lewis Black sell out overnight, so get yours before they do. Thank you for joining us today, Mr. Black. I know you had to take time off your tour, and we wish you success on that tour. Thank you, Mr. Black. Thank you, Rebecca. And uh, also tell the the folks should know that I've got a a double CD and a DVD coming out. uh, You do? When does that come out? That comes out tomorrow. And, all right, uh, all right, folks. Get your hands on that. It'll they'll they'll go like hotcakes. Believe me, I'm gonna I'm gonna get online and reserve mine now. Thank you again. I'll get it to you for free, Rebecca. Thank, Thank you. you. What a deal! <laughs> all right, all right. I'll take it. 
Thanks now, what, one of the things we learned from Lewis Black is that it's not always the big things that frustrate us. Sometimes it's the little things in life, things like being able to get your hands on a really good razor without having to pay through the nose. Razors have been around for years, so why do we still have to choose between a cheap razor that tears up our skin or a premium blade that costs more than it should? Well, the fact is we don't. The founders of Harry's were so fed up with the cost of premium razors, they scoured the earth and found and bought a German factory with over a 100 years of blade-making experience. And by combining that experience with bypassing the middleman and going direct to you, Harry's is able to offer the best value in precision razors on the market today. That is exactly how they did it. They bought the factory with the most experience and they went direct. And if you don't think that makes a difference, then you ask any one of the three million men who have switched to a Harry's razor. But there really are some things you can't tell a person about. They have to experience the difference for themselves. So Harry's is removing all the stops and, re- and offering listeners of the Costa Report a free trial. All you have to do is go to harrys.com slash Costa to get your free Harry's razor kit, which includes an ergonomically designed razor handle, five precision blades, shaving gel, and travel blade cover. And I am in love with their shaving gel, I have to tell you. All you pay for is shipping, and I give you my word that once you try a Harry's razor, you're not going to want to use anything else. So jump on your mobile phone or your tablet and go to harrys.com slash costa to get your free trial razor blades, gel, and blade cover. Remember to put in that slash Costa, C-O-S-T-A, to get the complete kit at no cost. This offer is not going to last long. I'm so happy they extended it to our listeners. That's harrys.com slash Costa to get your trial razor kit. And if you have a son or a husband or a brother or friend who shaves every single day, well, order the free trial kit for them. I got one for my son and... He has been hooked on Harry's ever since. And I will tell you, I told him about Harry's. I've been telling him about Harry's for six months. And I couldn't get him to move on the dime. And it wasn't until I got him the free trial kit that he has started shaving with a Harry's razor. And my son's a handsome boy, but he's even more handsome now. We have to take a short break. We'll come right back. And I'll tell you why I believe comedians serve an important purpose in times of duress. You're listening to The Costa Report. you struggling with addiction or alcohol problems? If you're depressed, drinking, and using drugs, you may need help. And the Affordable Care Act guarantees coverage of substance abuse. I knew I could get myself out of this. I just needed some hope and some help. I took the first step to recovery when I made the call. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-962-6969. 800-962-6969. I feel like I'm losing control. I'm afraid I'll lose my job or even my family. Call now for hope and help with proven gentle recovery programs. I never thought that I could be somebody who didn't drink and use drugs. I'm in recovery, getting the help I need. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-962-6969. 800-962-6969. 800-962-6969. Here's something big banks don't want you to know about your IRA or 401k. What if you could store your IRA or 401k where you could see, touch, and hold it in person in the form of physical gold and silver coins? I know you can't do that with your stock portfolio. With Augusta Gold and Silver IRA, you can transfer retirement savings into physical coins and store them where you can actually see them, where you can get your gold faster in any disaster. Free shipping, zero management fees, and Augusta pays all upfront costs. Getting started, absolutely free. Rated A-plus with the Better Business Bureau and a 98% five-star satisfaction. Rating with TrustLink.org, so you can trust Augusta. Call toll-free 855 5662 now for your free guide to Augusta Gold IRA. Call toll-free 855-777-5662. That's 855-777-5662. Call Augusta today. 855-777-5662. It may be hard to believe, but people just like you are already saving money. Feedthepig.org makes it easy. Their simple savings plan teaches you how to start saving without going overboard. 
so you don't need to mooch off your friends. You gonna finish that grape? You mean the one in my mouth? You don't need to stop buying the necessities. What you're smelling is a natural musk. Ew. You don't need to be a medical test subject. How do you feel? Mostly okay. I... <laughs> Sometimes, though. <laughs> you don't need to get a second job as a stuntman. We need a new stuntman! Let's break for lunch. You just need an internet connection. Don't get left behind. Start your personal savings plan with the tips and tools on feedthepig.org. That way, you don't need to sell your soul to the devil. Fifteen bucks is the best I can do. All right, deal. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Hey, America, we need to have a little talk. I don't know if you've noticed, but we got a lot of food in this country. A lot of peaches, a lot of corn, a lot of apples, a lot of everything. We've got so much food that we can't even eat it all. So if we got all this extra food, how are 17 million kids in America struggling with hunger? I just don't get it. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks gathers surplus food and gets it to the hungry kids who need it. They can get you food even if you live in Idaho or Alaska or somewhere crazy like that. This isn't complicated. We've got extra food and we've got hungry kids. Feeding America's done the math. Now it's your turn. Support Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org. I know you got internet on your phone, so what are you waiting for? We can't do it without your help. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Welcome back to the Costa Report. I'm Rebecca Costa, and if you're just joining us, we have been speaking with playwright, author, comedian, and humanitarian Lewis Black, who, as you heard, is a self-proclaimed socialist. And if you're a socialist living in America in the year 2017, well, I'm pretty sure there's no shortage of things to feel frustrated about and and therefore no shortage of stand-up material for Mr. Black. Now, many folks feel that comedians like Black and programs like Saturday Night Live and snarky jabs toward the president by award show hosts cross the line because they show disrespect for our commander in chief. And I admit to you, there are moments when I have winced when a performer stepped over that invisible line between good taste and bad judgment just to get a laugh. But ranting about the insanity of government as well as the trials and tribulations of everyday life has been Lewis Black's shtick for decades. It's not as though he invented this act in January when Trump assumed the office. And it's not as if Donald Trump is the first president which Saturday Night Live has mocked or has been the source of jokes or even condemnation at an award ceremony. This practice has been going on for as long as I can remember. From Jimmy Carter and his brother Billy's southern accent and down-home country ways, President Clinton's sexual peccadillos, peccadillos and love of fast food. Remember how we mocked him for running into fast food restaurants to get a burger and fries? To Bush's use of strategery. Uh, some might think that comedians go easy on presidents who are aligned with their own political views. But the facts say otherwise. When it comes to comedy, it's... Open season on anyone in any subject. That's because the key to comedy is to look at things we take for granted in new ways. Comedians exaggerate. They draw creative analogies and comparisons. They use sarcasm. And sometimes they rage and they rant. Some beat on a watermelon with a circus hammer. Others jump around and enact entire scenes. Others expose their troubled relationships with their spouses, their mothers, their fathers, siblings. Even their, even their children are fair game. And they do it all for the express purpose of getting a laugh. They are first and foremost entertainers. Now, if you're a regular listener of this program, you know that long before I became, uh, began hosting this program, I, I studied and trained to be a sociobiologist. A sociobiologist is a researcher who looks for the evolutionary underpinnings of human behavior. 
And I've been fortunate to publish two books on the subject and travel the world speaking about the effect technology is having on human evolution and also public policy. And one of the things we know about the human organism at this particular point in time is that when we don't have a constructive method for discharging our anger, our frustration, our stress, then it comes out, it leaks out in unconstructive and sometimes dangerous ways. Meditation works for some people. For others, taking a walk in nature calms them down. Other folks hit the gym or the tennis or basketball court and work up a sweat. For some, it's a weekly counseling appointment. And for others, gardening or wrestling on the ground with the dog. There are many, many constructive ways to discharge our frustration. But when we don't discharge our emotions and we allow them to to continue to build up, well, they can discharge as road rage, domestic abuse, and even worse yet, mass murders and other tragedies. In other words, frustration, anger, and despair, they need a place to go. They can be stuffed for a short while, but not for very long. Eventually, they're going to come out. They're going to bubble over. And one of the most effective ways to discharge pent-up stress and anger is laughter. Nothing works better than being able to laugh at our foibles. It acts like a human reset button. In an instant, Anger is reduced to absurdity and irony, and we suddenly find ourselves smiling about the, 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 the very things that irritate and anger us. And isn't that a miraculous process? If you can get somebody to laugh about something, then it, it just changes, the, it changes their entire outlook. It changes the entire world. Folks, we live in a time when antidepressants are the most frequently prescribed drug in America. According to the CDC, antidepressants have overtaken the second most prescribed medication, which is blood pressure drugs, by more than 5 million prescriptions. Depression has reached epidemic proportions, and we are surely paying the price for this widespread phenomena. And while drugs represent one type of cure... They do not represent the only cure. Physical activity, spending time in nature, bonding with a pet or your family or loved ones, and yes, a healthy dose of laughter have all been proven to have a measurable and positive effect on discharging anger, attacking depression, and adding to our well-being. Viewed in this light, comedians like Louis Black may provide just the medicine we need. Because any situation we can laugh at is surely one we can handle. And speaking of situations we can handle, everyone knows that when you have a job opening, it's far worse filling it with someone who's unqualified than leaving that job open and taxing your best people while you take your time looking for help. But who wants to be stuck between those two choices? This is where ZipRecruiter can help you. With ZipRecruiter.com, you can post your job to 100-plus job sites with just one click. Then powerful technology matches the right candidate to your job. Imagine how much time you save and how much ground you cover by posting your job one time and then having it show up on 100 job sites. Never mind how much you increase the odds of locating that perfect person for your opening. This is the reason ZipRecruiter stands out and is now being used by thousands of businesses, small and large. It doesn't matter how big your business is, and it doesn't matter how many openings you have. Unlike other job sites, ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It goes out and finds them. In fact, and this is a stunning statistic, over 80% of the jobs posted on ZipRecruiter locate a qualified candidate in just 24 hours. Imagine that, in one day. So ZipRecruiter's not only thorough, it's also very fast. No more juggling emails or calls to your office. Simply screen, rate, and manage candidates all in one place with ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use dashboard. 
Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of every size to find the most qualified job candidates with instant results. And right now, my listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. It's completely free. You've got no downside. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Rebecca, R-E-B-E-C-C-A. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Rebecca. One more time, to try it for completely free, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Rebecca, R-E-B-E-C-C-A. ZipRecruiter, it's the smartest way to hire. Um, that pretty much wraps up this first hour. I want to thank Lewis Black for uh, taking time to do this radio interview. You know, he doesn't do a lot of interviews. And um, and for many people who don't know that he has a master's degree from Yale, Lewis Black is not only one of the hardest working comedians in the industry, he's also one of the sharpest. He knows history. He knows government. He knows the law. and um, And for folks that can see that in his act. You know, if you go out to see his act, you can see he's very, very quick. And he does not suffer hecklers. So let me put that out there. If you're a heckler, don't do it in a Lewis Black show. (laughs) And that pretty much wraps up our hour. Um, You know my guests next week from his role on O.J. Simpson's Dream Team, Mr. Robert Shapiro is going to be here to talk about Predictive algorithms which can profile and intercept mass shooters like Stephen Paddock in the advance of their crime. Don't miss Robert Shapiro next week right here on the only news program that puts policy ahead of politics. Now stay tuned for a second hour of the Costa Report. again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the voice america business channel for more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest please visit voiceamericabusiness.com the voice america talk radio network is the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio visit voiceamerica.com the views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the voice america talk radio network its staff and management.